Rockies. Welcome into today's Locked On Rockies podcast. I'm supposed to do my cold open here, so I'll do that now. Today on Locked On Rockies, are we ready to throw in the towel? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome to the Rock the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the sixth day of June in the year 2022. Nighttime podcast for you all here tonight as we are diving into the Colorado Rockies like we do every day here on the Locked On Rockies podcast, where you can find your team every single day. Maybe not today, but we appreciate you making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. In most cases, today kind of hard to do that as we are recording late today, but hey, Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Today on the Locked On Rockies podcast, is the season over? Are we going to overreact? Or are we calling it quits on the sixth day of June as the Rockies lose another series? Have now lost 26 of 39 games, as I saw on the Twitter sphere last night, and things really are very bleak for the Colorado Rockies, at least at the moment. There is something to be excited about and something that could lead to a potential turnaround for the club this year. I'm gonna get more in the center of my screen here, but anyway, I don't know if I'm ready to call the season over for the Colorado Rockies. The Colorado Rockies right now are at the bottom of the NL West with a record currently of, what are the Rockies at now? Why, why do things have to be so unhelpful for me when I am looking them up before, uh, beforehand? Anyway, the Rockies, uh, let me, again, 23 and 31. Thank you. As the dreaded, the big thing that I was worried about, the big thing that I, if things were bad, if things were really starting to be at the point of true doom and gloom, for the Rockies would be 10 games below 500. Just because that 10 games below 500 is a huge hold you're going to have to climb out of and try to make up any ground against your division rivals who will most likely make up a good chunk of the playoff appearances. The winner of the NL West, probably first and potentially even second or third in the NL West could all be wild, you know, could be wild card teams. I, I, it would not surprise me at all to see three playoff teams come from the NL West this year. And the Rockies just simply aren't keeping pace with, with really any of them. I mean, we can take a look here at the D-backs record. The Diamondbacks are 26 and 30. I mean, they're, they, they have turned things around in, in areas where the Rockies are not. Now, the Diamondbacks are kind of falling back to earth a little bit here with uh, some recent struggles as uh, the Pirates just beat the Diamondbacks in a series. The Braves, uh, they did not beat the Braves lost in a series to the Diamondbacks, and they were swept by the Dodgers. So the Diamondbacks in a tough stretch right now. Uh, they're currently losing or just lost uh, to the Reds, I should say, here uh, in a moment ago. It looks like it was a shortened game there due to the rain uh, in Cincinnati. But you're gonna have you can't keep up at this pace it, it's it's i don't want to overreact i don't want to just sit here and throw it up and like ah, it's june and disregard the fact that there's still over 100 games of baseball left to be played but you got to look at this this you got to look at the fact of the matter 
the NL West is too good. The NL West is going, you also have to compete against the NL West as well. I wish I could say my confidence going into this road trip would be a time where you turn it around because this is the time where the Rockies have an opportunity to, to make some ground up against two teams you got to beat. You, you, you're imagining the Dodgers at the top if you just want to go with that. Again, the Giants have clearly proven that they are going to be a thorn in the side of everyone in the NL West again. I haven't, we haven't seen the Padres yet, but the Padres and the Giants are the two teams you must beat if you want to get that, if you if you even want to come close to that wild card spot, and in, in addition to the Diamondbacks, because the Giants and the Padres are going to be in the mix. They are going to be in the mix for a long, long time. They're going to be in the mix fighting for the division. They're going to be in the mix fighting for a wild card spot. So how you go out on the road and how you play these teams is going to be a good barometer for if you're going to get back into it. And it's really unfortunate. It's incredibly unfortunate that when you look at the pitching roster or pitching matchups for the Rockies going in, you're not confident in the three pitchers that the Rockies have going up against San, San, uh, San Francisco in this series. It's really bad for the Colorado Rockies to say you have no faith in Marquez, Senza, and Gomber right now. I want to dive in, and I was getting some stuff here, and I think it's, it, 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 it deserves more time, more detail. But something ain't right with the way the Rockies pitching is being. There's been an in, there was an interesting uh, piece over there in Rocks Pile today. I've been getting some texts from uh, from some some Rockies fans. We'll talk about that more later. But your confidence in the team is is at an all time low, and I think the team's confidence is at a low. I think it's building back up, but it's incredibly frustrating that this team is incredibly inconsistent with stuff. I mean, this team. Didn't score any runs at home in two games. That's the, the the Braves were they came alive late. The Rockies didn't necessarily get smoked by the Braves, but you can't be the team getting held to no hits at home. You just simply can't. That's your that's your bread and butter. The Rockies losing series at home need to be few and far between, and and it just hasn't been the case of late. So when we're when we're asking ourselves, when we're doing the classic sports thing, and in all Rockies fans know this all too well, is the season over for the Colorado Rockies on the 6th of June. There's not a lot pulling you away from that feeling. There's not a lot to make you feel like that, that isn't the case. However, there are things to realize. There are things to look at. There are factors that you need to kind of remind yourself of. But the... the I keep saying right now the Rockies have been exposed. The Rockies, we, we, we talked about a lot of optimism. We talked about paths of, of success for the Rockies. But all offseason and, and as we, the season has gone on, we've talked about what worries us. And Adrian, I'm glad to see you uh, here back in the live chat uh, uh, here with the new work schedule. Because uh, you know, I've also got a new work schedule. We'll, we'll figure that out later. So uh, recording times might change. But the Rockies are being exposed. I got a question on Twitter, too, that I was going to dive deeper into in the second segment. But it's like, what's changed? What's happened with the Rockies? Nothing's necessarily so much changed with the Rockies. It's just the realities of the roster, minus the defense. The defense being bad, the defense being horrendous, honestly, is is the thing that's changed the most for the Rockies. For if the, 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 
not all you you can kind of expect some of the regression in terms of pitching some of the struggles some of the issues that the pitching staff has faced but there is really no excuse for the way the Rockies have played defense. The Rockies were not supposed to be the worst defensive team in baseball. I know I don't necessarily know. They're not on paper that. I mean, Ryan McMahon was supposed to be leading the way. I mean, Jose Iglesias cannot be making the mistakes that he is making on defense. That lollipop, I mean, how many times are the Rockies are get burnt on free runs this year? Kicking the ball around and everything else. Manny there, uh... Uh, he tweeted out, the, the Rockies can't afford to play sloppy, ugly baseball every single time. And we saw this in, this in the past home series. We've seen this over the past 40 games. Anytime the Rockies have given a team the opportunity to step get back into the game, they do. And then they add. And then they build. And then the Rockies aren't able to bounce back. There needs to be a drastic shift in defensive performance and the drastic shift of just coming up clutch. Uh, The Rockies are just kind of, like I said, they're exposed when it comes to their lack of depth, their lack of of, of clutch run scoring hits, their lack of, of starting rotation depth, their lack of depth in the bullpen. All of that is being exposed. That's what's not working for the Rockies. They're are things that are working for the Rockies. And let's talk about some of those things that are working for the Rockies. But before I do that, I got to tell you about something you can take to make your body work and get in the right mindset, just like the Rockies need to. And it is Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is one scoop of delicious AG1. And it's you when you do take it, it's just one scoop into a jar of water. You've seen me drink it here on the show before. You're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It's lifestyle-friendly, so if you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you're all good there. Contains less than one gram of sugar. There's no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in the winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of uh, in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mlb network again that is athleticgreens.com slash mlb network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition Adrian in the live chat says, I'm really hoping Tovar can get the call soon because Iglesias scares me. It's gotten to the point where I hold my breath on routine plays. You're not alone there, Adrian. Tovar is going to be a really interesting uh, factor for the Rockies. And uh, one thing, to f- if, if this season continues on a, on a tough slope, he needs to be called up. He needs to be getting major league reps. He needs time at the major league level because... Do you really, with, with Jose Iglesias, you, you only have him for the year. How long do you want to commit? How long do you want to not let your, arguably one of your most exciting prospects, not come up and fill a need that the Rockies could could take? Nicholas there uh, in the chat says, is there any word on KB? The word on KB is that he's just slowly healing. The timetable still hasn't been set. He can throw, he can catch, 
He can't swing a bat. That's the big thing. His back discomfort has not allowed for him to start swinging the bat comfortably again. And Chris Bryant's uh, absence from this lineup is is major. And that's one thing that, uh, unfortunately, the Rockies are missing because they are getting something that is one of the things they needed to turn their season around, and that was Brendan Rodgers turning it up. Brendan Rodgers has been one of the few bright spots of the Colorado Rockies and he gets his first ever player of the week honors this uh this week let me bring up the line that they tweeted out today uh the Rodgers in this week batted 345 424 828 going 10 for 29 two doubles four home runs and seven RBIs that is what Brendan Rodgers can do. Brendan Rodgers has had made mistakes on defense just like the rest of the Rockies this year, but this is the player that the Rockies were hoping for. Brendan Rodgers' potential mixed with a Chris Bryant that's contributing, mixed with Connor Joe and Charlie Blackman who are swinging the bat, is a massive plus for the Colorado Rockies. He is someone that can provide a tremendous amount of value and a tremendous amount of production. This is why you stuck with him. This is why you kept keeping Rodgers in the game. This is why you didn't send him back down. This is why you believe in your guy that's supposed to be a, was one of your top prospects, one of your top guys. This is what he can do. That three home run game, I was hoping, I was pleading, was going to be the momentum changer for the Rockies. They finally get the big clutch hitting. They get the big clutch hitting from the guy that they've needed it from this year in the first month. And he just goes on an absolute tear and really dominates there, uh, starts dominating again. He has someone the Rockies needed. And, and when you're looking for the silver linings, when you're looking for the possibilities to get back into the mix for the Colorado Rockies, Brendan Rodgers is going to help lead that way. And it hopefully will come in tandem with Chris Bryant because I really do like the offensive core of Blackman, Joe, Crone, and Rodgers. Ryan McMahon, I'm really not... Uh, Ryan McMahon is a good player and he has plenty of tools, but he needs to prove more. He needs to prove that deal. A lot of talk on Rockies Twitter right now about really no one that the Rockies have given money to is paying off a la CJ Crone. He's really the only one that's paying off. And I'd argue that Kyle Freeland has been more unlucky than bad this year. Uh, the the missed bats are one thing, but but I'm I am uh, pretty I, I will sit here confidently saying that Kyle Freeland has been more unlucky this year and has not been backed up by his defense more than he's actually had bad starts and bad pitching performances. Um, but Rogers leading the way. That's when you. You just feel better about your order when it goes. Joe, Blackman, Crone, Rogers, who's hitting. McMahon can then maybe drop to five. I might like to see Rogers come up there and, and get into that three, four range and maybe drop Crone to four, Rogers three. Who knows, even with, you know, with Jonathan Daza keeps swinging the bat well, but I kind of like Daza back in the back half, providing a little bit more extra insurance there. It's, it's, been tough it's been uh mark says rogers is definitely one of the bright spots mcmahon is a solid backup of best at least from his play this year it's a, it's a tale of two different sides for for ryan mcmahon he he was an elite defender if ryan mcmahon's defense was still elite this year he you'd kind of make up for the fact that he hasn't taken that step forward on offense that i'd like to see but it's tough i mean i i think he's he, 
a backup at best that other teams might be generous because of the, the the capabilities that Ryan McMahon has. Ryan McMahon can play defense uh, with the best of them. Has he? Uh, no. Uh, Adrian in the live chat says, "What's your thoughts on Estevez? I think it's time to let him go. I'm I'm pretty much done with Carlos Estevez as a reliever closer for the Colorado Rockies. I just unfortunately." It just hasn't worked out. I, he has. He really struggles. And and to be totally honest, I, I wish I could feel more confident when he comes up into the game, but that's just simply not the case. In 16 innings pitched, he has given up 19 hits and 12 runs, nearly giving up a run per inning in appearance. And when you're a closer, when you're a reliever, that's not good. When your ERA is also at 5.49, your whip's at 1.56. <sighs> There's nothing really there. I mean, but, you know, it's what's nice about Carlos Estevez. Uh, he gives up the two earned runs, but he has the other two appearances where no hits and a strikeout. One hit and a strikeout. It can happen. It's just how many times have we seen the Estevez plan backfire? At least with Daniel Bard, I'm feeling confident. At least with Colome, I feel somewhat confident. Estevez, I really don't have the confidence in. I don't have the confidence in Carlos Estevez being turned to in a close ball game. I don't necessarily have the confidence in, honestly, any member of the Rockies bullpen not named Tyler Kinley. Uh, it, it, it's it's really something that uh, that that anybody in the bullpen can can kind of be. Uh, uh, you can point out some flaws, but. When it comes to the the three closing options, the three end-of-game options that the Rockies have, uh, Estevez just, I would much rather see Bard or, or, or Colome. I would 100% see that. I'd rather see uh, young guys getting more time. I don't necessarily know what the Rockies would do in terms of bringing up a, a relief pitcher or a closer into uh, from, from the system, but... Carlos Estevez doesn't have it anymore. At least, at least something, there's something to be said maybe with this Rockies pitching, uh, the way the Rockies coach pitching. It's something, again, I want to talk a little bit more of uh, when I have more time to dive into it. Estevez just, you you can't have that line. You, you simply can't. In his last seven games that he has pitched, he's, he's pitched five innings with a 6-7 ERA, four hits, four earned runs, two walks, and five strikeouts. That's just not. It's not dominant. The, the Rockies are lacking someone who can really come in and just shut the door at the end of ball games. And and what's really disappointing is we when you look at the shift in May, Carlos Estevez's ERA was two point eight four over six innings, eight hits, two runs, two of them earned, three walks, no strikeouts. In May. That jumps to an 8.22 ERA in only one more 1.1 more innings pitched. Ten hits, seven runs, seven of them earned, four home runs, two two walks, and nine strikeouts. That is that is a, that's falling off a cliff. That is a complete lack of production. And so far in the month of June, he's already given up two runs. He's already matched his April total in that in 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 giving up and in, in runs given up this month carlos estevez has taken steps back he has not taken steps forward 
But, uh, man, it's, you know, uh, Mark, you, you say, Estevez is that 100-mile fastball, but what, it's not, what good is it if you can't place it well? And that's just the story of Rockies pitching. What, what good is any of the stuff that the Rockies pitching is if they can't place it, they're walking people, or they're piping fastballs down the middle of the plate? got a tweet that I want to break down. Someone asked, uh, had a question for me there that I want to talk about before we do. I got to tell you about our friends at bet online bet online is the number one spot for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, all sorts of stuff. And me, and that includes basketball, NBA finals. You want to get on the action, bam, bet online, NHL hockey conference finals. We're wrapping things up here as soon as uh, we uh, finish up our third segment. So all of us Rockies fans can go hop, hop over and support our abs. If you want to get in on the betting there, bet online place to be. If you want to bet on the Rockies bet online, the place to be bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online where the game starts all right folks uh wanted to dive into this tweet tyson on live chat at ty top 30 says so here's my question i've watched nearly every game and just can't figure it out what changed why did the pitching just stop the bullpen went from one of the best to deadbeats starting pitching has been bottom of the barrel all year is that just the course curse it's not just the course curse you the thing you can't buy into the Rockies bullpen at the beginning of the year the Rockies bullpen got to skate from a hot start but that was something you should not you should have been looking at as the Rockies bullpen overperforming and uh, and exceeding expectations asking yourself if is it is it truly sustainable that this rotation this bullpen is going to dominate when it doesn't have a, a solid lefty when it's got players that go in there and get shelled when it's got players that are giving up runs really simply what happened was the Rockies regressed to the mean and and really what's happened in terms of pitching is the Rockies can't miss bats the Rockies are giving up a ton of hits and are being punished at home especially when they're not missing pitches the Rockies pitch to contact philosophy is failing them right now because Rockies pitchers are unable to locate pitches in areas to get the weak contact to get the fly ball outs they're there's they still got the double plays that have they have that crazy double play lead but on top of pitchers not being able to get the weak contact, not missing the spots like they need to, uh, the defense, the the defense being horrible play, is playing a bigger role uh, in, 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 in this season than we think. We've talked about it a lot, but those free opportunities are huge reasons why the Rockies have lost games late, and it's a huge reason why the bullpen has struggled as well. And then when it comes to starting pitching, it, the start, it's, it's, a, it's a story of of inconsistencies there when the offense performs the the pitching doesn't back it up when the pitching is dominant the the offense doesn't back up chad cool went out and threw another great start to no offensive support whatsoever at home you have to be better than that what happened was the rockies just uh, the rockies regressed back you know their hot start cooled off and unfortunately it's le- it's been amplified in the and the and sloppy bad baseball has plagued the Rockies. Really weird when you lead the league in double place turn, but you have the lowest fielding percentage in baseball. Those two don't really add up. The the, the bad defense is killing the Rockies right now. I really think that's uh, the one of the biggest things that is, is issues facing the Rockies. The other thing that changed as well, Chris Bryant has not played baseball since April. 
I know he, he played one game in Pittsburgh. Uh, Chris Bryant not being in the lineup is playing a bigger factor. Uh, uh, I don't know the MLB record for consecutive games with an error mark, uh, but it certainly does feel that way. So to put a bow on everything, to wrap things up, is the season over for the Rockies? No, it's not. Uh, the Rockies, the expanded playoffs, a lot of baseball left, Coors Field, chances against your division, whether you take them, whether you, whether you are, you know, you take advantage of them or you continue to be the doormat for the division is another, is, is one thing, but you have to start putting the good stretches together. Now you have to put your worst stretch of baseball has to be behind you. If this is to lead to, if the goal still is a competitive third wild card, some sort of optimism year. You're, 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 you, this has to have been your worst stretch. You, you, it cannot get worse than this if the Rockies want to eye competition this year. Will it happen? We will see. It, it, it is a, a honestly, a pretty big road trip ahead. It's a pretty big turnaround for the Colorado Rockies if they go on the road and they take series from San Francisco and San Diego away from Coors Field. That's the type of stuff you need to do to get yourself back into a competitive position. That's the path the Rockies have to walk. There's no way around it. And Adrian, you're right. Hopefully the Rockies can dominate the Padres this year. But this is a Padres team that's pissed off. It's a Padres team that's sick of being like, you know, disregarded like I've done. And I did at the beginning of the year. And it's a Padres team with a lot of people that are performing right now. You can't say the same for the Rockies. But you can say a winning road trip for the Rockies is the steps in the right direction. It's the steps to regain your season. It's the steps to getting yourself back on track. We talked about getting the Rockies back on track. They haven't done it yet. But the story remains the same. How do you, how are you going to get back there? How do you make it feel like your season's not over in, on June 6th? <laughs> uh, you got to do that. You have to, you have to do that. And uh, Mark, got to set the bar pretty low sometimes when it comes to the Rockies, especially with the way they've performed in some aspects this year. But folks, it sounds like the Avalanche are back on the ice. We're going to wrap things up for the Locked On Rockies podcast. And I want to go catch this third period. Hopefully a nice comeback win for the Avs. But we'll be breaking things down here all week long on the Locked On Rockies podcast. So make sure that you hit subscribe. Check in and uh, thanks. So we've got some new names in the live chat here. So the, 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 the night shift crew here uh, checking back in with us here on Locked On Rockies. Thank you all so much for tuning in and joining us. Hey, you can go. We got a listener survey up right now that you can go to uh, LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey if you want to check that out. But now that you made Locked On Rockies your first listener today, why don't you go check out Locked On MLB and get all you need to know about the world of Major League Baseball, both past and present with the Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Sully. And hey, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, all free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Adrian, Mark, Nicholas, thank you all so much for joining us live here. If you subscribe to Locked On Rockies on YouTube, you'll know when we're live and you can pop in and get your questions read and answered live here on air. Folks, until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.